The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for my Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. Some of you are very, very cold, I see, <laughs> across the country. Well, except for you guys in Florida. You guys are really suffering at 84, huh, in southwest Florida, Yender. Good morning to you. While in other places, we're seeing zero degrees, below zero. and <laughs> Wow. It's cold and rainy, or has been here. It is nasty outside. The yard is like a field you'd want to go mudslinging in. Uh, so I feel for you guys on either side of that. And uh, we're stuck in the middle of it. But you know what? God is good in the midst of it. He knows what he's doing with the weather. And um, the Bible tells us that he sends the rain our way. And that includes any kind of precipitation, the snow, all of those things. And uh, he is good in what he does. So even if it interferes with us a little bit, we don't like the cold or we don't like the rain or the snow. Uh, God has a good purpose in sending those things. We should be thankful to him for them. Uh, check out uh, check us out at sonsoflibertyradio.com and also sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, you're listening by Red State Talk Radio. We are streaming live right here on the right side of the page. Uh, second video down, the top video comes on live when Bradley is on at 3 p.m. Eastern. And uh, you can watch the replay from Saturday's show currently if you go over there at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Also, while you're there, just above that, please subscribe to our newsletter. Uh, just put your email in there. We don't sell it. We don't spam you. We don't rent out the email list or anything like that. Uh, you get one email a day, and that's all the articles that we put out for the day on sonsoflibertymedia.com. That's a way you can support us. Also, for those of you who are able to and uh, and you have a cheerful heart, you want to give, uh, cost money. We let you know we have needs to do all the things that we do. You can go to sonslibertymedia.com right at the top of the page. There's a donate button. You can click on that and give as you feel led to do so. Also, you can partner with us as a son or daughter of liberty. Uh, that is another way that you can help support all the outreach that we have, not just on the internet, not just on the radio, but face to face with people all across the country. And then also, our store is available if you'd like to buy some products t shirts, hats, uh, books, DVDs 
coffee mugs and water bottles and the like all over there in our store. And when you purchase those products, you not only get good conversation starters, but you'll be able to help the Sons of Liberty do all the things that we do. And we very much appreciate your support. Now, I got to tell you, last week, before we did the interview with uh, Representative Eric Mortensen from Minnesota, who's bringing the articles of impeachment against Governor Tim Walls, I took about 30 minutes and we went over a VAERS report. VAERS is this uh, vaccine adverse effects reporting system okay, that the CDC has set up. So when somebody receives a vaccine, they're to report that. They report where they're from, what state they're from, uh, how old they are, when they got their vaccine, what was the response, and when did they notice the response. Then they log when they actually got the report, the CDC does. And, um, excuse me, one of the things that they do is they also list any kind of other, I don't know, complications, medicines, or in the case of the one-year-olds that we saw, formulas that were used, any kind of history they've had, and things of this nature. And one of the things that I pointed out, now this was on Friday morning. This was on the 12th. And I had done the story on this the day before, on the 11th. Okay. One of the things that we noted was there was almost 3,000 entries of adverse effects, and that was just that had been reported for the month of January. We also had uh, a, right at 460 deaths that were reported in January. Now, that's a pretty big number to be reported for just one month. Some of those deaths occurred in, in December, and they were just then being reported in January, but they were being reported in January. Now, yesterday, or it might have been Saturday, I think it was Saturday, I ran across something the CDC had put out. And that is that they had put out their own um, story, if you will. I don't, I don't know if you call it a story, but their own report. It wasn't like the Vera's report. This was something they actually uh, wrote up. And uh, it nearly tripled the number of people who had died in less than two months, from the middle of December to the first week in February. Okay. Nearly 1,200 people have died following the COVID vax since, I believe it was, December the 14th. Yes, this is, uh, this is from my report uh, at SonsLibertyMedia.com. You can see it. I've got all the links to the CDC. You'll be able to see this when you go over there. This is what they said. Over 41 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines were administered in the United States from December the 14th, 2020. Through February the 7th, 2021, during this time, VAERS received 1,170 reports of death, and they want to make sure that it's 0.003%, kind of like your recovery rate from COVID, among people who received a COVID-19 vaccine. And listen to what they say. CDC and FDA physicians review each case report of death as soon as notified and CDC requests medical records to further assess reports. A review of available clinical information, including death certificates, autopsy, and medical records findings, revealed no link with vaccination. It's it's not there. Now, understand, this is a less than two-month period. They've got 1,200 reports of death. 
But and, and all that they're doing with their propaganda arm being funded with your tax dollars, they can all the all of a sudden determine in less than two months, 1,200 people, no link with vaccinations. CDC and FDA will continue to investigate reports of adverse effects, including deaths reported to VAERS. Now, I was born on a day and it wasn't yesterday, okay? The fact that they label this vaccine adverse effects reporting system, the name tells you that they know vaccines cause adverse effects. They're naming it that. They're telling it to you in your face. But you go and read every one of these adverse effects, and every one of them will, will, there's no link here to the vaccines. Every one of them. And then they come along and they tell you that they do link to it. I'm going to show you some of that in some of their writing too. But here's a screen, there's a screenshot here that tells you this. I, I'm, you know, I read it up here in the text, but it's, uh, it's here on Sons of Liberty. I got the screen grab because I want people, if they go in here and try to scrub this thing, like they've uh, taken you know, reports off the National Institute for Health or National Health Institute, whatever the thing is, uh, like they've removed articles when people start reporting on them that they post, here's the documentation, all right? Furthermore, in the same article, and this is what I'm talking about, where they tell you they know that, that vaccines create problems. They tell you on their website. Same article. Anaphylaxis after COVID-19 vaccination is rare, but they do admit that it's there, Okay? By saying it's rare, they admit that, that vaccines do cause anaphylaxis reaction. You can say, well, that's an allergic reaction. Yeah, it is. But the fact of the matter is, I want you to pay attention in a minute to what they say. The first thing you need to know after they tell you all this stuff is, all right? And you can probably already guess the words that they're going to tell you about vaccines. It's their propaganda slogan. They say this anaphylaxis reaction is rare. By the way, if you want to call in, you're welcome to do so. 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. you got a comment or a question, um, I may have an answer or not, but uh, you're welcome to call in. I'd love to hear from you. If this occurs, vaccination providers can effectively and immediately treat the reaction. To date, VAERS has not detected patterns in cause of death that would indicate a safety problem with COVID-19 vaccines. you got 1,200 reasons there, and you go, no, there's no link here. But they're being reported on your VAERS reporting system, which is titled Ad Vaccine Adverse Effects. If it's not related to a vaccine, why is it on your report? Right? I mean, uh, anyway. So here it is. Uh, this is what they say after the COVID-19 vaccination. Severe allergic reactions include anaphylaxis can occur after any vaccination. Anaphylaxis after COVID-19 vaccination is rare. It occurs, um, somehow I, got, I doubled that up. I'm sorry about that. CDC and FDA scientists have evaluated reports from people who experienced a type of severe allergic reaction, anaphylaxis, after getting a COVID-19 vaccine. Now, if you were listening on Saturdays when we bring Kate Shemarani on, she was saying this week, after week, after week, after week, 
that this is an issue. Okay? And the numbers of these adverse effects are having a lot more impact than what we see in the deaths. Okay? They say this, pay attention to the language here. Anaphylaxis after COVID-19 vaccination is rare and occurred in approximately two to five people per million vaccinated in the United States based on events reported to VAERS. This kind of allergic reaction almost always occurs within 30 minutes after vaccination. So there is a, there's, they've got a, they've got, they're telling you there's a link here to anaphylaxis and vaccinations in some people. All this stuff affects different people different ways. They just are. Not everybody's made the same. God made us different, yet in his image. Fortunately, vaccination providers have medicines available to effectively and immediately treat patients who experience anaphylaxis following vaccination. In other words, they do what we talked about on Saturday with Dr. Corbett and Kate, and that is they treat the symptom. They don't treat the cause of what, what, what brought it about. Okay? There's another report by the CDC on allergic reactions to vaccines, and they warn, if you get a COVID-19 vaccine and you think you might be having a severe allergic reaction after leaving the vaccination site, seek immediate medical care by calling 911. Well, wait a minute. The severe allergic reaction is anaphylaxis. They tell you that it always happens within 30 minutes of the vaccination. I just read it to you. And yet they're supposed to keep the person there 30 minutes to watch them. Why would they be having this after they've let them go? Hmm. Hmm. CDC has learned of reports that some people have experienced severe allergic reactions, also known as anaphylaxis, after getting a COVID-19 vaccine. As an example, an allergic reaction is considered severe when a person needs to be treated with epinephrine (laughs) or epipen or if they must go to the hospital. If you've had a severe allergic reaction to any ingredient in an mRNA vaccine, a COVID-19 vaccine, all of these are experimental, by the way. Let's keep that in mind. You are the guinea pig. You 41 million people that they say have taken the jab, you're the guinea pigs. You should not get either of the current available mRNA COVID-19 vaccines that are experimental. The CD recommends that you not get your second dose if you've had an allergic reaction to the first dose. Hmm. But, but, let me, let, me, let me scroll down here a second. Here's what they want you to know. Check this out. After they tell you about the deaths... And in the other report, they tell you about the adverse effects and the anaphylaxis and all the other stuff. And they says, you know, these are real small numbers, blah, 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 blah. They have a section of what you need to know with six points. Guess what the first point is? What you need to know, COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Mm -hmm. Safe and effective, except for the 1,200 people who are dead. And except for the people who are having anaphylaxis reactions. Because we're told here by the CDC they shouldn't even go have the second one. 
Now, if it's safe and effective, why would they tell them not to do it? Well, because they're having an allergic reaction, Tim. Exactly. Now, if they're having an allergic reaction, that doesn't sound like safe or effective, does it? This is fraud, is what it is. This is fraud. These are the same people. They're tied to the same health and human services, the same FDA that go after Amish farmers for making chickpea salve, who've had people that have used it on their dogs with tumors and it's healed their cancer or whatever, and they say, hey, this has healed cancer. And they go, oh, you're committing a fraud here. You're you're fraudulent. And they want to throw the guy in jail for however many years, fine him $80,000. Then there's a guy out in Montana, I believe it was, making black salve. And nobody's been hurt by their products. Nobody's been hurt by their products. But the FDA wants to come in and they want to prosecute them. And then here's these guys who haven't even approved this experimental jab. And they have the audacity after they tell you that in two months, nearly 1,200 people have died or been that report has come in in less than two months after getting the COVID vaccines and say, all is well, safe and effective. If you've listened to the interview with Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, she's told you what's going to happen over the course of the next three to six months. Some of these are immediate. We knew that would be the case. This was called, and I. this is not a, I, I got to tell you, there is no rejoicing in me at all to say, people were telling you. When are people going to listen? You say, well, not everybody had this thing. You're right. Not everybody did. Not everybody's given time for a lot of this stuff to happen either. Yep, somebody points out that Dell Bigtree got the New York Health Department to remove safe and effective statement on the jabs uh, because they'd never been proven, proven so. And that's exactly right. But they've never been proven to actually prevent anything either. It's a circular argument, which means it's illogical to say, well, we can prevent this by giving you this this injection. How do you know? How do you know the person wasn't going to get it in the first place? Then the people develop all kinds of things. Let's just take uh, like the allergies that I get a couple of times a year. You say, well, but everybody gets it. Yeah, we're kind of used to that, aren't we? Really need to hear my interview with a Stephen Hallbrook on that. A lot of the allergy problems that we have today are can be tied right back to modern vaccines and what they're doing to our immune system in our bodies. So here we have it. The CDC has decided to tell us that they know there's these problems. They have these reports. And look, we were only talking 460 reported in January on Friday from my report on Thursday. And, and on Thursday, they had already reported, and I didn't even see the, the report that they had. They were already port, reporting almost 1,200 people dead. Between December the 4th and February the 7th, those reports came in. Following a COVID-19 experimental jab. Now, I'll let you, again, <clears throat> I'm not telling anybody to take it or not take it. 
But I always go back to the thing. Would you play Russian roulette? Would you throw a bullet in the chamber of your pistol, spin the cylinder, slap it together, put it up to your head and pull the trigger? Well, no, Tim, that would just be stupid. Uh-huh. 41 million people, according to CDC, did just that. And 12, 1,200 of them got the bullet. And more than that got adverse effects. Okay? That's what we're talking about. And in, in some of these cases, you've heard some of the cases we brought here on the radio show. Some of these cases, these people are healthy people. And they went and got this thing and it destroyed their life. Literally. In one case we had the the doctor up in Wisconsin, the the lady who was pregnant. Oh, I'm taking this jab because it's going to protect me and my my unborn baby. I'm pregnant. And what is it? Days later, she's saddened by a miscarriage of her child. I don't rejoice over those things. I feel for those people. I really do. But people in the medical profession... You go and you take that and you have these kinds of consequences. You really have all the information right there before you. Either you don't want to see it. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But as we've said over and over, the Bible tells us the life of the flesh is in the blood. What we put into our bodies is what is setting us up for whether or not we're going to have good, strong immune systems. Now, in some cases, there are some other factors that come in. I get that. But overall, if we take care of our bodies, our bodies take care of us. And the reality is, for a lot of us, me included, I've been guilty of it too. We eat the junk food, we put a bunch of junk in our bodies, and then we expect it to function properly. This is one of the things I think that Kate has been so helpful to the body of Christ on is to go back and say what God has said in Genesis 1, what he gave us to eat, what he provided for us that we might be healthy people. And then he reiterated those things in the law when he put it before the people. And he said, I set before you today life and death. Choose life. And throughout the scriptures, he's always going to the people when they rebel against him. And he's saying, why will, you, why will you choose death? Why will you do that? But people do it. They do those things. There's another part to today's show. This is, <clears throat> this is a big one because it's going to continue to be pushed. This stuff right here. The mass mandates that have never been, they, there's no authority for in our Constitution. And there's really no science. You know, the scientific evidence, by the way, let me, let me bring this up. The CDC, the same ones that, that put out this garbage that I just, I just gave to you. I'll have to go down here and find this real quick. Um, <clears throat> the CDC, and I apparently went right by it, claims that they have provided the scientific data that Anthony Fauci said that didn't exist for double masking. Okay? Do you know how they they provided this scientific data that double masking works? (laughs) You're going to love this. They use dummies. (laughs) No, no, you can't make this up. 
But how how the CDC can be taken seriously is beyond me. It's it's just beyond me. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You can see the dummies with their double mask on. Double masking for dummies. How the CDC provided quote-unquote scientific data for double masking by using dummies. This is absolutely incredible that somebody would believe this. And what they tie it to, um, I'll have to slide down here. What they end up tying it to is how tight they fit on your face. In other words, how much oxygen they can deprive you of. <laughs> True Seeker says, I see dummies with masks every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's funny. Here's what they say. In lab tests with dummies, <laughs> exposure to potentially infectious aerosols decreased by about 95% when they both wore tightly fitted masks. Mm-hmm. I wonder, how did they tell you how much the oxygen level dropped to? Because I can tell you, I put one of those, the surgical, you know, the really thin ones, I put it on one time simply because the guy had, um, I was going to a house to pick something up. I think I've told this story before. But it's the only time I put one on. His father had leukemia, had a really low immune system. Look, I'm not heartless. I'll do that. I understand that. And I told the guy, I said, as soon as you go back inside, I'm taking this thing out because I can't breathe. It was in the summertime. And he understood that. He said he hated wearing it, but he said he did it because of his dad. And I, I respect that. I do. I really do respect that. <laughs> but to go in into the Walmart with stuff like that, no, nah, I'm, I'm not doing that. Get on a plane, and no, I'm not doing that. I ain't doing it. That's stupid. If a person's got that bad of an immune system, they don't need to be out in the public anyway. All right? Or they need to be walking around in a bubble. They don't need to be putting everybody else in one. That's a whole different thing. Okay, so <clears throat> here's what they have. They, they've done that, and there's a whole long thing here that you can read for yourself. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Double masking for dummies. That's the article you want to pick up. And um, and here's the big dummy uh, that does this. He does it for the propaganda, but when he's caught you know, with his friends and stuff, he doesn't have one on. He's just doing it for the propaganda. He, he wants to control you, this little unelected bureaucrat, Anthony Fauci. All right? Now, the other thing I wanted to bring up today is this. The media has hidden this information that I just gave you. No mainstream media that I know of, I mean, including news, maybe Newsmax, I don't know. I don't watch any of them. But as far as I know, I kind of glance over what their headlines are each day. I haven't seen it on Newsmax, uh, even though uh, I think Michelle Malkin was conducting that little interview, and I know she goes on Newsmax. Uh, with Dr. Simone Gold, and that came out, the VARES report. But that was only the 460 number, okay? Not this 1,200. I don't know if One American News has done it. I don't, I don't know if they've done it. I, don't, I definitely know MSLSD hasn't done it, ABC, CBS, CNN. I, those guys haven't covered it. That's for sure, okay? And they aren't really, they haven't really covered what happened with Joe Biden a year ago. There was an interview 
just released at the end of January by the Las Vegas Sun. Okay? They had a 2020 sit-down. Now, you would be thinking, okay, 2020 sit-down, That you know, we're into 2021. Probably they sat down with old Joe around December, right? Maybe November following the election, right? Look at this. They published it on January the 31st at 2 a.m. in the morning. Guess when this interview took place? On January the 11th, 2020, more than a year ago, The Sun interviewed Joe Biden as part of a series of conversations with Democratic candidates leading up to the Nevada presidential caucuses. What ensued that day at the Sun's offices was a two-part, 90-minute discussion in which Biden expanded on his policy plans on a number of key issues, the economy, jobs, immigration, infrastructure, and gun safety. Gun safety. Over at Guns in the News, they listed it as withheld interview exposes the depths of Biden's anti-gun plans. The depths of Biden's anti-gun... Look, we know... Joe Biden hates the Constitution. He is not American. He is as anti-American. And it's not just here. It's not just on this. Read what he's doing concerning the people that are flooding across the borders again now. Look at his socialism that he's carrying. Look, he's carrying it on from Donald Trump too. Donald Trump signed trillions of dollars away unconstitutionally in COVID relief. Biden's already ready to do all this stuff too. Continue on in the socialism. Ignore the Constitution, what it says you can spend money on, what you can write law on. But this is very important. The Las Vegas Sun did this interview with China Joe in January of last year and just released it at the end of January this year. Now this is very important because of the things he's saying. The things he's saying are completely anti-American. It's so anti-American, I can't for the life of me understand. Well, I can't. I can't understand. I understand fully because we have the people with the mask off who are going to run their agenda, and we've got the other people on the other side of the aisle. You call them the right and the left. i got something for that in a minute, what the Bible has to say about that. you got the one with the mask off, completely anti-American, doing what they're doing, and the guys on the other side of the, the aisle are the controlled opposition. The panty waste who will not deal with the criminals among them, the traitors among them. They, they just won't deal with it. They want to be nice. They want to be cordial. They want to be, con- you know, they want to appear as statesmen. Oh, we can get along. And then when we need to throw out the red meat and we need to, you know, secure our base, we can be a little rough talking and stuff. I want to read to you this portion of the interview. It's several little paragraphs. 
but it kind of puts it all in one place as to where China Joe is regarding the Second Amendment, your right to keep and bear arms. And look, I'm going to tell you, that's tied directly to the militia, which is who you are. You and I, I've said, we are the solution to this whole problem. And once we get it in our heads, once we figure that out, and we start to form the militia, and we can get under an elected authority like a sheriff, as communities, we can start bringing some justice. We can start bringing some justice. Here's the question that the Las Vegas Sun had for China Joe. We have a two-part question on gun safety. Notice how they phrase it, gun safety. Let me tell you what it really is, and we need to get away from gun control too. Okay, Gun safety and gun control, This what he's talking about here is not about gun safety. Gun safety is teaching you how to keep your finger off the trigger when you handle your firearm. Gun safety is... Um, making sure that small children can't get to your guns who don't know how to use them. Now, if you take your kids out and you train them, you don't have to worry about that so much. You really don't. You've taken the curiosity out of them. They know what they're for. They know the damage they'll do. They don't treat them like a toy. It's just the way it is, okay? It's just the way it is. This is about gun confiscation. We need to start using terms that actually speak about what is going on here. They are after gun confiscation. They are after gun prohibition. How did alcohol prohibition work out for us? Not too good. It's not biblical either. I'm just going to throw that out there. We could do a whole show on what the Bible says about alcohol, but the, the point is it didn't work out too good for America, and they ended up repealing that. Okay, But here's the question. They say, two-part question on gun safety. One, as you sit within distance of the worst mass shooting in U.S. history, do you think assault weapon bans are enough? Now, we've written tons of articles on the assault weapon ban happened under Clinton, where, you know, I could play the clip from Dianne Feinstein, who said, well, if I had the votes, I'd say, turn them all in, Mr. Miss America. And you know what Mr. Miss America would do? Give you the bullets first. These people, I'm telling you, they have no regard for the words of the Constitution at all. That they put their hand on the Bible and they swear to uphold. They have no regards for it. We've written articles on that that expose the the assault weapons ban, as it was called, didn't cut down on any violent crime. At all. None. So they ask him, do you think assault weapon bans are enough? And two, although public sentiment for gun safety measures is growing, see, it's, it's a changing of the language is what it is. And support for the NRA is weakening. I'll tell you, some support for the NRA is weakening because of the corruption in the leadership. That's been going on for quite a while, folks. That's why there's a history of the NRA compromising the rights of the people. I'm not getting on NRA people. I'm getting on the NRA as an organization that they have compromised the rights of the people. This is why other Second Amendment groups have come along. So they say the support of the NRA is weakening. There's still strong opposition to gun measures in the Senate. What's your plan for dealing with that opposition and successfully guiding your measures through the process? Now, see if we can blow this up a little bit for those who are watching. There's the question. Here's, here's what China Joe said. 
First, I'm the only guy who's ever beaten the NRA nationally twice. I'm the guy who got the Brady Bill up and passed and expanded. Number one. Number two, I was able to include an assault weapons ban and the number of rounds that could be held in any magazine. Let me translate that for you. I'm the guy that's attacked the Second Amendment more times than anybody else. That's basically what he's saying. I've attacked the rights of the people. I've attacked the organizations they formed with their money. I've mischaracterized guns in order to get them banned. That's what that's the translation of what he's saying. What's fundamentally changed since then is two things. The spontaneous response in both Florida at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, well as what happened in Connecticut. Well, let's just think about that. In both places, they're what? Gun-free zones, right? <laughs> Gun-free zones. That's what they both have in common. The second thing is they're funded with federal dollars that is unconstitutional. We talk about that every Wednesday here on the show. When are people going to figure something out here? Your kids are always going to be tried to be used against you by the state to, to, to attack your rights and to attack your liberties. The gun safety movement is real. This is what Joe Biden says. One of the things I talk about is restoring the soul of the country. This is a soulless man trying to restore the soul of the country. <laughs> this is a man fraudulently in the People's White House talking about restoring the soul of the country. This is a man that wants to kill babies in the womb and fund it with your tax dollars unconstitutionally, but he wants to restore the soul of the country. This is a man who is putting people in office, open sodomites, people who have lost their mind, who are men trying to dress as women, and he wants to restore the soul of the country. Liar, liar, pants on fire. If you want to talk about a sick soul, this is Joe Biden. One of the first things our kids have to have to learn at school is the ability to duck and cover. Really? Kids in my area don't don't learn that. We're building schools that have abutments so you can avoid a mass shooting. Uh, Why don't you quit writing legislation and signing legislation and executive orders that take away the teachers' rights in the schools or the principals' rights in the schools to keep and bear arms, to stop the bad guys when they do come in? Hmm? Ever thought about that? Yep, we thought about it and we decided, nope, we'd rather have the communist uh, solution for that. Joe Biden says when Barack Obama, he calls him the president, I call him the usurper, asked me to put together executive orders in light of what happened at Pulse all the way back through Connecticut. Remember, Pulse was the, um, the sodomite club where all the people got shot up in Florida. We got a lot of them passed. Yeah, and, then, and Obama came out after uh, Sandy Hook with nearly 30 executive orders. All of them were unconstitutional. Every single one of them was unconstitutional. And this is significant. An overwhelming majority of NRA members thought we should do away with assault weapons. Hmm. Except for if, the, if it's agents of the state. The police can have them. Okay? They're not going after the, the quote-unquote assault weapons, the weapons of war as they call them. 
They're not going after them by the agents of the state. The IRS has them. The DHS has them. The BLM has them. The local police have them. They're not going after them for, for the guys who work for them. They're going after them from you. Biden continues, there's no rationale whatsoever to have more than 10 rounds in a magazine. Oh, yes, there is. Oh, yes, there is. Has anybody paid any attention to what went on in Kenosha, Wisconsin? Has anybody paid any attention to what's been going on in L.A. last summer or New York or down in Florida or any of these other places where you come up, where you're dealing with these these Marxist-Leninist BLM and Antifa movements and they get people on the street and there's dozens of them around attacking people at will. I'm for open carry, baby. I, you, let me tell you something. A person goes around, and I know for some people it's going to freak you out. South Carolina is looking at passing the open carry deal, which I'm happy to see. But you go carry, you stick your rifle on your back, and you walk around with your rifle. And you're going to find these people aren't going to mess with you. They're just not going to mess with you. They aren't. They're not going to do it. This is why they're in these metropolitan metropolis areas. Okay? Washington. And such. This is what they're doing. And so with that, I notice I got a little thing off there. With that said, a lot of those people never deal with these people on the level that they would be if they came down here and did it in the South. Okay? Because the guys I know around where I live, they don't put up with that stuff. They would be very similar to the Proud Boys, you know, on the West Coast, and going out and meeting these guys and shutting it down. They just wouldn't put up with it. And yeah, you would need more than 10 rounds. If not, then you tell me why your cops have that. Hmm? Tell me tell me why your cops have it. He goes, and even the 10 rounds is too much in my view. Okay, Joe, if 10 if you don't need more than 10 rounds, I suggest firing all the secret service. Get rid of, well, they don't have them because you don't give them the, uh, the magazines. I was going to say, get rid of the National Guard. you got standing post out there and the fences and everything, too, uh, because, but, but you, you don't give them magazines. They're, just, they're there for show. Get rid of all the Secret Service guys except one guy who has nine rounds in his gun. How about, how about, how about leading by example here? How about leading by example? One Secret Service agent, the rest of you guys have a nice life, see you, wouldn't want to be you. You got one guy, Joe. How's that? Why don't you lead it by example? And you don't get to carry your Beretta that you say you own, too. Okay? Because all you need, you don't even need, you don't even need 10 rounds. Okay? See the hypocrisy that's here? This is the rest of the, uh, the interview here. I believe we can get this done because it now has a profound impact in the following sense. People are finding out. I spent a lot of time working on mental health issues. <laughs> yeah, you need to work on your own, dude. And one of the issues we found was that the single generation that is most at risk in terms of their mental health is Gen Z, 7 to 17 years old. 
I'm thinking, haven't we seen some really bad mental health issues out of Joey B up there? Nancy Pelosi. I mean, some of these people, literally, they are just, it's ridiculous. But again, I don't want government determining who's mentally healthy and who's not. That's just, the, they have no business in that. China Joe says, and the greatest fear of that generation is being shot in school. <laughs> Again, mom, dad, get your kids out of there. That won't be, for those who have that fear, get them out of there. Get them out of there. It's generating legitimate, serious anxiety and affecting their mental health. Now, folks, I haven't really seen that. I haven't really seen that. I see it from the kids who are used as propaganda puppets. You know, um, the the shaved head girl that was down there with David Hogg uh, in Florida who are being used as propagandists to talk about, oh, how fearful we were and stuff like this. Then we're finding out they're just, they're full of it. They're just full of it. They're being used and they don't even know they're being used. That's That's the really sad part. They're like the little uh, chick over there in Germany, or wherever she's from, uh, Greta Thunberg, pushing climate change. And now she's been found out. She accidentally posted stuff she wasn't supposed to post that her handlers were giving her to post. Now there's an investigation going on about protests in India, the farmers protesting, and, and it's all a result of little Greta, oops, I put out stuff I wasn't supposed to put out and showed I have handlers. Same thing for these guys. That's what's happening. Joe Biden continues, I also dealt with the folks in Silicon Valley. We have the capacity now to build any weapon where it can only be fired with your biometric marker. Yeah, that's a really stupid idea. They're called smart guns. They're like smartphones. They make you stupid. He says, and the technology doesn't violate anyone's Second Amendment right at all. I'm sorry, it actually does. The Second Amendment says the right to keep and bear arms, as in all kinds of different arms, Joey. And then he does violate your rights. If you pass the background check, you can purchase a weapon which only you can pull the trigger. Well, wait a minute, Joey. The Fifth Amendment is very clear. It's very clear. You don't have the right to keep me from my liberty if I haven't committed a crime. And background checks, here's what background checks are. You need to understand what they are. They're not about keeping guns out of the hands of bad guys. They're about keeping the hands, keep them out of the hands of you. Making you go through a long process to prove your innocence because you are assumed guilty. Now, assumption of guilt without proving it and then tying it to the fact you can't go buy a weapon and keep and bear arms is a violation of the Fifth Amendment. You're not allowed to keep, to keep people from engaging in their liberties. That's also in the U.S. Code, too. And should you die in the process while they're keeping you from the liberties, the person who's keeping you from that liberty can face up to and including death. I read you those statutes. I believe I forget the numbers of them, but I've had them in several articles. You go back and find them. There's two statutes that lay that out. Here's what else he says. I'm absolutely convinced I can get gun safety legislation, gun confiscation 
legislation. That's what it is, passed. The way we did it last time is we included it in a larger bill. See the deception? We include it in a larger bill. We call it one thing and we stuff it in there with something else. Liars and deceivers, just like their daddy the devil. They had really good things in it, like the Violence Against Women Act, community policing, etc. He knows he can't get it through any other way than by deception. So the way you give cover to some of our Republican friends who are scared of the NRA, and this outfit owns the White House right now, and remember, he's talking about in January last year, is you put it in a larger bill. So they, Republicans, say, look, I had to vote for it. No, you don't. If there's anything in any bill that's unconstitutional, your duty, no matter how much good is in it, is to reject the poison and to say, no, I'm not going to vote for it. And if you're the president, you're to veto it. That's your duty. This is the problem. We play this politics right and left, Republican, Democrat. And we'll address that right here in just a minute. Okay, so hang on. So they Republicans say, look, I had to vote for it. You know, I had a 20-gauge and 12-gauge shotgun, a mesquite shooter, and I used to go up and down the Delmarva Peninsula in Delaware and talk to the guys hunting and fishing. They'd say, God darn, Joe, why are you taking my weapon away? You're taking my shotgun. I'd show them a picture of an assault rifle and say, you need this to hunt with? It's not about you need to hunt, Joe. It's tied to... The militia is tied to the right to to secure a free state. This idea that you argue with hunters about guns for their hunting is ridiculous. And he goes, and you need a magazine with 100 rounds or 30 rounds he's talking about to hunt. He goes on, let me close this out because I want to hit this other part here. Uh, he does throw in this this issue with drug companies. We still we'd still have uh, nine billion opiates being sold without warnings. But guess what? You can sue them. Well, yeah, but there's a difference between the opiate producers and the gun producers. The gun producers produce a tool for you, and if you go use it wrong, it's not going to do anything by itself. But if you take these opioids, they already tell you on the box, in many cases, or they tell you in the fact sheets, they already tell you all these adverse effects, things that we talked about with these, in, these experimental injections, these COVID injections. They tell you if you take it, there's a real risk here. A gun is not like that. It's like, it's, it's like a tool. Let me tell you something. Some guy goes up to somebody and stabs him in the head with a screwdriver. Do we get to sue the manufacturer of the screwdriver? Because this is really what Joe Biden's saying. This kind of stuff. Now, I want you to pay real close attention to what he said, because when we had Captain Carl on, he talked about helping Republicans get in in Wisconsin. One of those was Paul Ryan. A lot of you wanted to vote and probably did vote for Paul Ryan back in 2012 with Mittens. You hate Mittens now. You should have hated him then for what he did as governor. You love Paul Ryan some people came when I was at Freedom Outpost and just gave me down the road, oh, you're you're this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. You know, because I was pointing out these guys were not conservative in the least. They certainly weren't constitutional. And then Paul Ryan gets up there and talks about, oh, we, we can't, you know, follow the Tenth Amendment or we couldn't get the money to go buy off all these people and these votes and things. Right and left, right and left, right and left. 
At the Sons of Liberty, we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right and the left, but who's on the straight and narrow. Here's the Bible version of that. This comes from Joshua chapter 1, verse 7. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do all according to the what? The right? The left? No, the law, which Moses my servant commanded thee. Then he tells him this, listen, listen, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. God warns us about going to the right or going to the left. He warns us about that, guys. We are destroyed for the lack of knowledge of the law. Both God's law and the Constitution that is supposed to be the binding chains against those who represent us. But instead of doing that, what we do is we go, I'm a proud right winger. I'm a proud left winger. And nobody's on the law. Nobody's on the law. That's the issue that we're dealing here. We're dealing with the law when it comes to the COVID-19 vaccine. It is unlawful. It's been funded with billions of your tax dollars unconstitutionally. It exists under the umbrella of the unconstitutional health and human services, the unconstitutional CDC, the unconstitutional FDA. It is killing people and nobody's holding up the law. In fact, the guy who was in the White House was the one who pushed Operation Warp Speed. Yes, Donald Trump, you have the blood of every one of these people who've died from that vaccine, that experimental injection. That's on you. All these adverse effects, that's on you. You're the one who headed up Operation Warp Speed. The new guy in now and his attack on the Second Amendment and other things as well, who's holding the law up? Who's holding the law up to this guy? Because I can guarantee you, if old Joe had been around at the foundation at the beginning, they would have tarred and feathered this guy. They would have seen him for the traitor that he is. Guys, it's like we always say, what's the thing that's missing? Justice. Justice guards our liberty. If we're not going to guard our liberty with justice... All we can hope for is more judgment from God. And that's going to come at the hands of men, too. All right? You guys have a great day. Don't want to leave you gloom and doomy. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. And in all your ways, acknowledge Him. He'll direct your paths. See you.